0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 17 of off the tape podcast for this episode i'm going to go with anchorage alaskan native brandon dubinsky this is your host spencer ash jones joining me is our editor and our co-host tibet and Stefan. how's it going with you guys what up no,
1: it's going pretty well on my end. Uh, I guess I will have to go with uh, legend and current Carolina Hurricanes head coach Rod Brindamore.
2: Ottawa native, too. Ooh, very nice. I guess um, huh, I'll have to go with Yari Curry. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Finland native, as you would know. <laughs> Who did he play for, Tibet? Edmonton. And... Oh, Nice. No, I just saw Edmonton. <laughs> you saw or you just knew he was with Edmonton? You mean? I, I, well, both. <laughs> <laughs> well, come
0: on. You should know he played for the Los Angeles Kings and the Anaheim Ducks and the Colorado Avalanche as well.
2: I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> we
1: might
0: have to put Tibet's face after you said that to him as the, as the thumbnail for the, for the video, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, we are all back and we're all 100 percent fine after our last episode's uh, entertainments. Yeah. That uh, yep. it seems like everyone had a good lot of fun from our viewers out there, and you know, we got a lot of good well wishes, and we all managed to pull through. Wow, Spencer, almost.
1: did did we almost all pull through? Because yeah. you you were close to death, I would say. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Well, you know, it only took a, you know a few days for my anus to stop burning and everything, but. Oof. You know, it was a uh, first experience of that. I thought maybe a little bit of a myth uh, out there that yeah, hot and spiciness does that to one's ass, but. <laughs> No, <laughs> from experience, it uh, I had to devour, you know, like a box of Cheerios to get the fiber, mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> Yikes! That is I think
2: uh, rough. I think you spiritually absorbed the pain from my anus because I had nothing. <laughs> now, I was pretty good too. Like I didn't have much, so I think that
1: everything went to poor Spencer, who started yeah, yeah. sweating reading the hot sauce exactly. like, ingredients. <laughs> So, I mean... Well,
0: then that was the thing. As soon as Tibet brought out the two million Scoville one, like I started like sweating already. <laughs> it's nah. like this is not a good start. It's ten feet
2: away. Well, yeah, you yeah. can smell that thing from a mile away. Like that thing oh, hits yeah.
0: you.
1: Even socially distanced from Spencer and physically distance, it, it did its damage. So yep.
0: <laughs> well, and then even afterwards, you know, it's my ass, all my like ass hair is left is like you know a burned forest, Jesus. seared. <laughs>
2: yeah, just seared.
0: Uh, so we'll get away from our ass talk here and uh, back to well you know again it's the off season, right so there's not as much yeah. uh hockey activity uh all we have seen you know all your major bit or leftover free agent names still haven't uh, signed anywhere but yeah. uh, you know we saw several restricted free agents come to agreements with their respective clubs so i'm fun unfortunately no real you know uh popcorn needed yeah. drama and everything went down is uh you know a lot of your players you know you saw the likes of Brandon Lemieux and Ryan Strome re-signed with the New York Rangers uh Ryan Pulock he resigned with the Islanders there yeah. uh Anthony mantha and Tyler Bertuzzi resigned the Detroit Red Wings Julius Honka finally resigned the Dallas Stars as he actually held out last year but of course, wow. I know we talked about that because it's Dallas, and well, TSN and Sportsnet don't know anything outside of Buffalo and Toronto. Yeah, it's actually crazy that he held
1: out for so long, but good for him finally getting that contract.
0: Kind of sucks, though, because his team made it all
1: the way to the finals without him. <laughs> I mean, they didn't win, so to him, it's just kind of like. Well, okay, he could well, have been
0: that missing piece, though. <laughs> that is
1: true. You can kind of
0: almost feel like that
1: as a player if, if you were a key piece, right? But, oh, well, now he has his money, and we'll see. Maybe. He'll help them get past the first round, like most uh, finalists. So I think we all uh, know where uh, in our brackets next year uh, Dallas will be.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then also a little bit of a shout-out, too, to a Restricted Free Agents and Nepean, Ontario, Canada native, Mackenzie Wegar, signing no. with the Florida Panthers as well.
2: <clears throat> what high school did he go to?
0: uh you'd have to look that up on the spot <laughs> questions <laughs> payback
2: <laughs>
0: well he is our age though i think oh, he really? is. was he not
1: he was 93 born right
0: yeah 93 he played yeah. he actually played oh sorry 90, he was born january 7th 1994 uh, oh wow! Okay, so
1: oh uh, well, that's just basically a year for me. Let's be. uh, that's a month for me. Sorry. He was
0: actually draft. So he was actually a seventh round draft pick in twenty thirteen. So he actually was oh, drafted yeah. in his second eligible draft year.
2: Oh wow! Oh wow! Um, I mean, better late. Probably career. went to some
0: school. But in some uh, no, because because he ones? played for a team in the junior B league that I coach in.
2: Ooh! Oh wow! Okay.
0: So just goes to show, even if you're playing junior B kids, there's still an opportunity to make it a pro. Oh, of course. I mean, it's just hard work, and you never know, right? Yeah, you know, once Tibet gets his mustache off his face at the end of the month, there's still a great chance there, too.
2: (laughs) For what? It's the wind dynamics
0: that's slowing him down a little bit, you know?
2: (laughs) That's why I can't beat Michael Phelps. (laughs) At what? What do you mean, at what? (laughs) No, I know, I know. I I was just couch surfing, because he's retired right now, so, I mean... I'm sure he could still beat me <laughs> with, with, uh, with no hands. Yeah, with no hands exactly. Just use his feet. His giant dolphin feet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, you know, other than that, not too much else from the NHL. They're still having a a, little, a few talks here and there about obviously what their plan and ideas coming up for the upcoming season. Um, yeah. But the some some headlining news that was being made was. When the OHL, we mentioned this uh, very briefly last week, but the OHL made announcements that their intention was to return on February fourth, twenty twenty one. But it made a lot of headline news when, I guess, is she like a politician? But Lisa McLeod.
1: Yeah, she's a politician. Yeah,
0: so a politician here in Ottawa, in uh, Ontario.
1: Sorry, I think she's uh, I think she's provincial.
0: Yeah, she is provincial, but like yeah, yeah, located here in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she, uh, but she basically said how the OHL is either going to have a season with no contacts or no season in general. So yeah. that made a lot of headline news because, well, nobody, uh, you know, no, nobody was really favoring that decision and uh, saying and and her say for that and all that. Yeah, I mean especially uh, especially because it is a sport which is quite
1: physical not being able to put your bo- put your I mean put the body to your opponent is is just something that is a foundation of of hockey, right? Being able to tire and wear them down, being able to push them around and and, and get your position, it, it's just something that for kids that are supposed to be taking the next step into the NHL potentially, taking that away You almost say that it partially would take away development in a sense. Sure, it might help skills, but you also need to be building your physicality. And it's just not an option. I mean, it's actually kind of promising to see that our Premier Doug Ford um, is working with the OHL to try to figure out a way to bring it back. But we'll see. I mean, it's up to them, ultimately, how they figure that out.
0: Well, because the funny thing about it is how, you know, like everyone immediately was going on saying, like like as you were saying there, right? You know, it's like, well, you can't play it without the contacts, But... You know, it's like yeah, you can say that and all, but you also look at the other spectrum where, like, all women's hockey, uh, like, there's no contact in any of their levels. Even yeah. uh, a sport that resembles it, also a ringette, there's no contact yeah. in that. But it's difficult when it's just one person who's saying no contact. Yet it's like okay, well, the Q started a month ago, full contact. Uh, the WHL has come out saying that they intend to begin middle of January. And they're able, and they came out saying that, yeah, you know, there's going to be contact and everything, and that's getting them to agree to BC, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba, Washington State, and Oregon because of the Portland Winter Hawks. Yeah. So uh, I think that's six provinces and states in total, like all coming to an agreement there. And again, yeah. the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, the Q there. Well, you got your Quebec, your New Brunswick, your Prince Edward Island, and your Nova Scotia there. So right there, it's like, okay, well, we got 10 total states and provinces who accepted this, but because of one person in Ontario uh, saying no, it's kind of like that's the reason why the OHL has to push back to uh, February 4th a little bit, a little bit further than anticipated because of all that. So, <laughs> and and sorry, and even down to states, you know, football's going on, college football's going on. All three of their junior tier levels are going on full contact in all those levels and sports there, and again one person up here is saying no to it. So, you know, it's uh, it's a head scratcher.
1: Yeah, and it's beyond a head scratcher. I mean, they're they're very easily able to follow the data of all the sports going around in the world. I mean, it's not like. even a sport which isn't as physical like soccer, where there is some physicality in very close quarters, they've been running it very successfully since May. So I don't see why the data should suggest that there shouldn't be any body checking. Um, Ultimately, it's going to be up to the teams to tell the players to obviously follow the rules and potentially even In some manner, be self-isolating unless they're with a teammate, for example, or something like that. So it's gonna be one of those things where it's it's more up to the team than it is anything to ensure their safe to to ensure safety, right? I mean, okay, if you catch it breathing it in in a grocery store, it happens. Yes, that could affect the OHL. But the bottom line is, is it's yeah, head scratcher to the max. It makes me ramble on about it for no reason, and you know, it's it's no, but for real, like. it makes no sense to me, and I just hope that they, well, I hope that that one person comes around to their senses and, and, and changes their, changes what, what they think, and really look at the data and look at the science to see that it's okay to do it.
0: Well, especially when she came out saying just no contact. That's like, okay, so no body <laughs> checking on the ice, but we're allowed having 15 guys shoulder, shoulder to shoulder on the bench, on the bench heavy yeah, breathing. Exactly. You know, they're probably going to be swapping uh, and, and sharing water bottles and everything too. Yeah. So, you know... I
2: <laughs> I don't think the contact has anything to do with it. You're already going to be close to players just trying to get a puck on the oh, ice. Yeah. What are you going to oh, do, yeah. stand six feet away? Like, eh, you know? <laughs> so, well, exactly. Yeah, it's like, all right, gonna right we're going
0: to let the opponent stand all alone in front of our net now. Yeah, yeah. I'm and the thing, that,
1: the thing that hockey had, had going for itself in the suburb was the warm weather. Now it's just going to be them in cold areas playing, but then going out into the cold as well. So it's just kind of, like, interesting. Obviously, it's the second wave is going to be bigger than the the first. So you're not going to be able to blame the data of an outbreak starting on the ice. The outbreak will not start on the ice. The transmission will happen there and transmission can happen anywhere where there's cooler air when the aerosols can travel from from the air particles can travel from one person to the other. It's just like basic science. I don't know what this this politician is going on about. Um, If they could figure out a way for the players to create their own bubbles where they take care of themselves like most of the other people have been doing, it, it, it should carry on fine. So I think that we can just leave that topic at that and and ignore that, that crazy lady.
0: Wasn't she also yeah. the one who uh, caught up a whole flair with Eugene Melnick last summer too? She was.
2: <laughs> uh, that's funny. She well, seems then, to like
0: having her name in the media a little much. So she went from being, uh, you know, live long enough to be the hero or uh, <laughs> with <the> Melnick <laughs> to Melnick <laughs> to... Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, she is the villain. <laughs> yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, you know, other than that, like, you know, even for our hockey, with our, you know, we uh, we had to cancel about three weeks of hockey was going on there with due to COVID reasons and everything, uh, or more like city bylaw because of COVID and numbers having to be shrunk down. But it, it was just, uh, it was, oh, uh, it, it's nearly a struggle just going out there and be like, yeah, here are junior players and, no contacts, like no board battles, no face-offs, even. It's like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's yeah, I don't know. It's it it's just odd to see all this stuff happening. But the faster they can figure out ways to keep players safe, uh, in a sense that, you know, I, I think on your end, Spencer, you should probably for maybe the newer followers, which didn't listen to our early episodes, let people know like which level your coach, you you're you're doing your coaching and and. All those things, because I feel like that could also help set the scene for you, because you're in a league which might not even come back this year.
0: Yeah, well, you know, as I've previously mentioned, I'm a an an assistant. I am an assistant coach, jeez, with the Ottawa West Golden Knights of the. uh, It's not. I guess you call it rebranded, but the E O J H L, the Eastern Ontario Junior Hockey League, Junior B hockey. Um, yeah, they just went back to their old name after like a five-year hiatus with a different name because of, well, stuff behind the scenes and all. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> oh, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Better not to get involved. Well, you know, there's people who are getting trumped here and there and people are hoping for, uh. Got him. You know, a Biden <laughs> for a victory, too, but, uh. Oof.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's the way to put it. <laughs>
0: yeah no so uh yeah you know it's wait and see for our hockey but the city of ottawa actually here just announced that all uh arena closure or all arenas in the city all but six are actually being closed down between november 16th and new year's eve wow so like right then and there our earliest our season is doing is you know is uh middle of january which we speculated for like a couple months now but still sucks. yeah it's
1: do you think that it might go into the summer, sort of thing? Do you think that the rinks would just be open until mid-June for you guys, sort of deal? So uh, or... Normally,
0: a lot of the city rinks are closed during the summer because they use that time to uh, like a little bit of like renovate and like fix the boards, glass, and everything like that, and just let it be and everything. And some rinks are also used for lacrosse as well. Yeah. Um, but there are a few rinks, the Sensplex rinks here in the city. Uh, that are open like year rounds so there's been some talks of maybe like a little bubble system of like those locations could be played and that way it'll be like no summer camps potentially next year and see okay. seasons run into like july maybe or like playoff championships into next july when wow. normally we're done when it's like you know the national championships are done in like late april yeah because i know that
1: especially now november heading into christmas before you get that slight break around christmas you guys are you're out on the road a couple days of the week and then also just coming in for well home games i mean home games here in ottawa are you are what usually they were thursdays and then you had road games on the weekends and practices kind of everywhere all over the place i mean I know, like I know, especially back when uh, COVID wasn't around, I was always like Spencer, what day don't you have hockey this week? When we're, you know <laughs> to try, or or what, yep. do you end hockey early enough to do something for like an hour after hockey? You know, that's how busy it gets. So it'd be uh, like, yeah. yeah,
0: I'm free uh,
1: Tuesday morning. Uh... <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So I mean, exactly. It's just one of those things where you, even your body clock is probably just way out of whack, and your brain's just like, oh my god, like, yeah, you know. So I can't imagine. Was well, it the
0: first time since I was five years old that there's been no hockey since, in like september and october now november what will be december january yeah. so it's like man i can't even tie up my own shoes back then <laughs> here i am i'm like struggling you know get my skates laces done for our practices because it's been such a uh, amount of period or period of time off and all
1: yeah i mean if yeah I'm, i think everybody's kind yeah, of I think going to Tibet's that. a better
0: skater than me now ha <laughs> <laughs>
1: ha so, yeah, okay, okay maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, let's, let's not, uh,
0: let's not go that far. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, some other interesting news that was, uh, made like, you know, a day's worth of headlines <laughs> was, oh. uh, started today, uh, as of this recording, we are just under 10 days away. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just under 10 days away from, uh, World Junior, now, or, Teams competing in the World Juniors uh, from beginning their month-long uh, training camps. Yeah, and that's right. For Team Canada, they had a 2021 top NHL prospects. Uh, Owen Power invited to the camp, but he is currently going to the University of Michigan, and the school is not entirely wanting him to leave. Uh, just because he will be gone for a month of their uh, like over a month of their hockey season, which in a shortened season for college hockey again, when it's you know they only play Friday, Saturday, Sundays, or no, fr- or Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. I don't. Th- yeah, they don't play. It, no, no, none of their sports play Sundays. Um, yeah. But just though it's you know a little bit uh, interesting where they weren't uh, wanting him to go because you know he's a perennial player on the roster and having to lose him for a week or sorry for well over a month is obviously not ideal. Yeah, but what is
1: this was to the camp. So he could have he could be
0: cut and sent back, correct? If I recall correctly. Well, it's only because typically for college sports, especially in like your term now, uh like they don't play during exams and during Christmas okay. break. So it's like if he were to be cuts there it would be If he were to be cut, which he likely will be, uh, yeah. he would be returned to the school when they go on their Christmas break or during oh, their wow. exam so, break.
1: So he couldn't leave that camp bubble at all. Yeah, it's a camp
0: bubble you're there for 28 days for. Wow.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember reading this very briefly, but I didn't really focus in on the details. So it's kind of interesting to hear that they're being so picky. But I guess if he is such a great player... I mean, Canada's already loaded with so much depth, and there's already players that were supposed to potentially be playing NHL hockey this year that have already been sent to Team Canada to play. Uh, so I, I think that for him, his chances definitely thinned out with the pandemic to maybe make the team this year. So see, one
0: of the is, no, see, so just saying, like one of the cooler fun yeah. facts of that is Patrice Bergeron drafted in the second round in the, of the 2003 NHL drafts. He actually yeah. made the NHL camp out of his first year, which is, like, unheard of, right, for anyone beyond the second round to do. Yeah. Um, I think most re- like most recently, the next biggest name is like Ryan O'Reilly. But, uh, but the funny thing is, like, here's Patrice Bergeron, makes the team out of camp, plays a full year at the Boston Bruins, they lose in the first round to the Montreal Canadiens in seven games, and then it's the lockout, so then he goes sent back to junior hockey, plays for <laughs> a team can at the World Juniors at the 2005 World Juniors there, like, one of the greatest teams ever ice for team canada there yeah so it's just like yeah imagine that you get a guy who has nhl playoff experience and a full year under his belt now coming back to your junior hockey team and to your junior world team too
1: (laughs) yeah you kind of it kind of makes you think like some of these players having the chance to come back and play for team canada i mean that's probably going to be the case. Maybe in some other places. I mean, it depends on Russia, Sweden, and all these all these different uh, players. If they think they want to bring them back, I know sometimes Russia is a little picky about bringing certain guys back or keeping guys around. They usually like to take the oldest players and then fill in with the rest of the roster. So a lot of their guys will be leaving now. So I think definitely there's a kind of an advantage that Canada has. Uh, this year compared to other years going in and defending the gold right so
0: well and you guys should be well aware of some players out there you know the names i threw at you guys last week you guys should be on top of
2: some of those players and names
0: Oof. in the tournament
2: i don't even remember anything that <laughs> happened last week it's okay we'll
1: virtually we'll virtually watch it together and uh we'll go like oh yeah that was lauray or whatever the guy's last name was <laughs>
2: For some reason, I kept trying to pronounce every name in a French accent. Like,
1: <laughs> well, Matt kept asking if they were French because of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, one of them is Matthew uh, Savoy, and you know, just like he's from it's Saint, and it's like he's from Saint Albert, Alberta. A few minutes later, Seal, why is why why is he French? Why is it a Savoy? It's like because he's from Alberta. That's just uh, how it's pronounced differently. <laughs> no, that's yeah. too funny. I, um, yeah. But yeah, so other than that, you know, junior talk. We'll have a big a couple episodes on that in a month's time when it draws yeah, near to the tournament. But uh, you know, other than that, that's uh, really all the headline news that's uh, creeped up in the past month here or past week.
1: God, it's I think it's even more than that because we had our we had our <laughs> episode last week where there wasn't barely any news. And then we kind of picked up on a couple of the notes from the last from that episode, too. Like, for example, the, the, poli- the crazy politician wanting to ban body check. So it really has been a slow two weeks. And I think it's only going to get slower until we get an announcement from the NHL on when the start date is. I think it's kind of interesting. Like, we can actually maybe touch on that really quickly before we sign off. I mean, the NBA announced they're starting December 22nd. So their camp, they, they, they gave them the warning ahead of time. And I know the NHL said they wanted that eight-week uh, warning, right, Spencer? It was eight weeks ahead of uh, the no, start?
0: There's been no mention of that, but I, like they did that for the summer, right? So I would only assume that they yeah. would want to give a two-month uh, notice.
1: I'm just interested because the NBA said, we're going to finish before the Olympics, 72-game regular season, which is crazy in that timeline. Um, so I'm just wondering... You know, if the NHL begins, that would be eight plus four. It'd be nearly two weeks later if they go for that January 4th to 7th, 8th area. That's two weeks after the NBA, which is starting on December 22nd for 72 games, may I add, and finishing the playoffs by the second week of July, supposedly. I think the 10th or the 13th because they have to send their athletes to the Olympics, right? So... Oh, man, I'm just wondering what the NHL is going to come up with. I wonder if there's pressure now, now that they see, okay, well, they think that... Well,
0: I think there's definitely pressure there. Yeah, like, they have to be thinking that there's pressure. No, exactly, yeah. Like, they're uh, like they're always having to compete with them, you know, and especially, it's not just that, but it's also how coming up you have baseball is kind con- of, like, MLB is coming up with uh, needing a new uh, CBA contracts. So, and TV rights, like the whole big thing right now with the, with the NHL is the NHL is actually in a prime spot for like TV rights right now, because MLB is coming up to a CBA uh, lockout in the next couple of years. Yep. Um, NBA's, I think their CBA is coming up as well within the next couple of years, or it's either that or it's their, or it's their TV contracts. Um, NFL, yep. you know, NFL just owns one day of the week, so NHL doesn't have to worry about that. But but like the NHL is in a prime spot right now where they're actually getting a lot of interest from uh, e, like ESPN even, which yeah. would be huge because you know ESPN never shows hockey and yeah you know you can get them shit and all but at the same time they don't have a contract with the NHL so it's like well why should we care about your sport or your league if we don't have a contract with you. Yeah, we'll show more news about the WNBA because they're giving us money to broadcast their games. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out yeah. to New York Liberty. <laughs>
2: yeah, the Liberty. Yes. Uh, Love it.
0: Yeah, it's
1: definitely kind of an interesting concept to, to think about, uh, especially if the NHL can start early enough. I mean, the other thing you have to think of is... You know, the the NBA, if they don't get any type of thumbs up from the NHL, they're going to create their schedule however the heck they want. And they're not going to care where they place games because usually the leagues are probably talking to each other a little bit about certain games and and finding certain times where it kind of works. That's something
0: right there. The teams that share arenas, right?
1: I know. So it's like the NHL is going to have to go around the NBA if the NBA has gone forward, which they have. So there's a lot of pressure. Like I anticipate that... The moment Adam Silver made that announcement about the uh, NBA starting December 22nd, the NHL offices just went into an absolute fritz.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so honestly, by our next podcast, I would genuinely not be surprised if something came out about Some sort of news, yeah. Some sort of news that's not even tentative. That's just like, okay, well, we got to kick this forward. Because if we don't hear anything in the next two to three weeks, you start to get worried about... Wow, are they going to go with, like, a 56-game season? Like, even shorter to try to fit it in before the Olympics? How much do they care about the Olympics? Uh, they can't go late again, right? Because they need to give time for players before the October camps because you anticipate, obviously, a whole bunch of things like vaccine and things going back to as much normal almost, as they can. And
0: I almost wonder if they're kind of maybe considering some way, somehow, just having, like, you know, again, the Olympics is only 15 days long. And... If the NHL was completely willing to be like, you know what? We can have like a two-week break, little two-week hiatus here for the Olympics. That way it's like people can get healthy in case maybe like there's a big surge in numbers and COVID. And then because they would have like, hey, you know what? Sure, there's football and there is baseball going on, but there's no NBA to compete with. And maybe see how that could go about it. if They have, yeah, like, oh, we have the rest of August and September then the 2021-22 season's pushed back a little bit too. It's like, even if it's pushed back to December 1st, you can end that, like, you know, middle Ju- like middle July, and then get things back on track again. Because yeah, I... I, I, I don't think they want to feel rushed having to get this season done just to get next year's season back on track, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know, because I just feel like there is and you know what? This all genuinely does partially depend on vaccine news and a whole bunch of other things, too. So it's, it's just like everything could get flipped upside down depending on if there's something available that players could take pretty quickly. Um, I'm just fascinated because the NBA seems to really just want to reset after this year no matter what. Um, and so it kind of makes you think about, well, th- that's an insane amount of pressure on the NHL. And also, Spencer, I think... August. I think the NFL has announced next year they're going to do full camps, and that that means preseason starts in August. I don't know how much the NHL wants to, I guess, compete with the random dates of preseason NFL games because those pull in America as well. Like, it's just kind of interesting. MLB, if they get going again, then you know you're going to have Americans getting pulled off. I just feel like it's safer to try to push, to try to finish before the Olympics, and. Even if it, if it means fifty six games, it's more than that forty eight game season we had a couple of years ago, or forty six, or however many. So it can be done. I think. I, I think it can be done. It just depends on uh, the owners as well, because I know there's some stingy ass owners. You know who you uh, are.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It depends no, on the owners definitely. too, right? Oh no, absolutely. Like I think there are even a few owners, like a few owners have even said that they're. Uh, like willing to just wipe out the season completely and it's like well you know there's if these other big leagues can handle it i think or just like another problem as well that angel faces is the fact that it is two countries playing in it you know where you look at like baseball and basketball where you know it's just one teams in both leagues in toronto and it's just like yeah we can just find a different host city for these guys you know but yeah maybe it's a little more difficult when you have you know nearly or practically a, a quarter of your league playing in another country you know
1: yeah. And you know what's fascinating to me? I'm genuinely surprised that the NHL, I mean, ah, uh, you know what? No, I'm not surprised. It's a stupid idea. I'm not even going to go there, actually. I've totally flipped my mind on live right now. So I was going to say, like, why not bring up a bunch of teams to Canada? But then I realized that our COVID rules not, are not as stupid as America. So we're not going to let people go into stadiums and lick each yeah. other during games, you know, like... We're not that crazy. I mean, you never know. With the change in the presidency, that could also very much affect certain rules and certain gathering numbers. Oh, exactly. On. We're going to have to it really wait could. and
0: see now with that there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
0: we're biding our time. Exactly.
1: Got
2: him. <laughs> <Got 'em. laughs> yeah. Um. But
1: that's it. I think that's, ba- that's kind of the other news that we can really speculate. That's not the news. That's something we can speculate about. There's no rumors there. It's just our ideas well, and opinions one cool, that are Well, out like there.
0: one cool thing, the NHL unfortunately shut down, but it would have been so cool because of course, like the NHL wants to come back firing with something like really cool and something really. Like, it it kind of sounds like for an opening day for the NHL coming back, they want to have outdoor games all going on. That'd so, be so something that's kind of cool and all, and uh, so one idea that was shot uh, shut down by them, unfortunately. Was that the there was talks of seeing the uh, I almost said Calgary Oilers, the Calgary Flames playing against the Edmonton Oilers. Calgary Oilers, <laughs> yeah, the Edmonton Flames. Don't you know? <laughs> but seeing the Oilers and the Flames play against each other, play against one another on uh, Lake Louise in Banff, Alberta.
1: Oh damn! That
0: would have been pretty sick to see.
1: <laughs> yeah. For, that those that are, pretty dope. for those are for
0: those are unaware, Banff is a national park uh, outside uh, or inside Alberta, Canada, and Lake Louise is one of the more uh, well, picturesque, high, yeah, picturesque uh, lakes that there is. It's right on yeah. the lake. There's a Chateau Laurier, so obviously all players can just be bundled up there. But it's Love like it. you know, imagine that in like February, it's snowy. There you're surrounded by scenic mountains and everything. And you got yeah. a hockey game going on between one of the bigger rivalries in the game today.
2: <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Literally open
0: ice hits. Yeah, and you missed a puck. Well, it's not. It's a long icing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but you know what? I mean,
1: like we said, like we can only speculate to see what the NHL can do. And we can yeah. only wait now to see what they announce. I think that the pressure's on. Like I think this is...
0: Oh, it's definitely you know, on every yeah, other league like, is either running or already has plans set in but the nhl
1: yeah that's a lot of pressure i mean it's it's a massive amount and they have to deliver something that is going to entice people to watch i mean i think people will watch i mean it's 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 hockey time for God's And sake, people so will
0: attend <laughs> yeah huh. if you build it they will come yeah uh, we'll, we'll see yes, about they, that do what, people uh, even know what that movie's from that's
1: my brain is, is hold on, if you build it, they will come. If you build it's, it,
2: they, they will come.
1: It, it's not L-O-T-R, is it?
2: No. No! Olympus has fallen.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> if you build it, they will come. It's not happening right now for me, man. I don't remember movie quotes like you do.
2: Well,
0: it happens with Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was just going to
2: Google it. Why would you have to give giving one more? Because, because you're like having little... to
0: Google it to find the answer. <laughs> <How old? laughs> I've never watched There's no fun never in watched that. Build a Dream. How
1: old is that movie now? Did uh, I, that come out it, was, in 89. I it
0: came out in oh, 89 there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, was going to say, was that from the celebrated the massive anniversary. I guess it was last summer with
2: Kevin Klaus I've never seen it
1: oh yeah they wanted to do like the the game in the field and like they wanted to do it in the place that's right i remember we talked about this and because of COVID, i had like
0: practically every intention of wanting to go (laughs) yeah i I remember that i remember that
1: (laughs) yeah no exactly
0: actually i blame trudeau because he wouldn't let me cross the border but uh no i don't
1: (laughs) yeah i mean that's okay there, was no, there wouldn't have been a wall to prevent you to go over either. So <laughs> yeah, and, think,
0: yeah, and sorry to say it's a bit, but unless you're like a, a big baseball fan, you won't enjoy it. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, my favorite uh, team is the Washington Vashinals, so <laughs> that's, I'll tell you how much of a baseball fan I am. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just cheer for the Blue Jays, but I used to love watching Manny Ramirez do stupid shit for the Red Sox, so that was about <laughs> that for me
0: yeah no but uh you know i think honestly that's uh that's all we got to share really for this episode here eh, boys yeah 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 i'm told yeah it
1: is woof. it is rough right now in the uh in the off season
0: well that's what we have you know for recording on a thumbs day but uh you know the day between uh you know an arm's day and a run day so uh you know it's just all over the place with nothing going on and just uh trying to remember what day it is and when there's a day to look forward to what day is it saturday boys it's saturday, Boy, it saturday. oh <laughs> i was talking about the actual date but no worries oh that's well fine. if you look at the bottom right of your laptop or computer <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The my, yo my
1: i am such what, a what seven
0: eleven, bud
1: that's my that's some boomer, boomer moments right there yeah, yeah. my <laughs> boomer my boomer levels have gone up during this
0: pandemic
2: uh, Yep. <laughs>
0: Well, Tibet had a couple of big brain moments he said today. What were
2: those, bud? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't need to worry about it, but our, our viewers want to know about. No, no, they're not that funny. <laughs> they're just they, stupid. They need to know what our engineer is thinking of. Uh, I mean, it,
0: it can't be as bad as putting Raid all over your body thinking of sunblock.
2: That was my absolute <laughs> biggest brain moment in my whole entire life. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least, uh, at least. At least the bugs the... didn't get me, you know. <laughs> and the sun too, it seems. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't burn up into a radioactive blue flame, green, red, yeah. blue flame all at once. It was hilarious because I was like, "This time I'm bringing in the the spray. I'm not gonna burn like a lobster this time." I've been spraying Ooh, it all day. Lo- and you Spencer, you saw look, me
0: too. You made a lobster look brown compared to how red you. were. I know. I did. <laughs>
2: that was bad there's always next a, time yep oh yeah thanks <laughs> next summer yep hopefully Obviously.
0: but yeah I think that's all folks yeah no that's uh, that's everything here for this episode folks so thank you for joining in and uh, listening in on another episode of Off the Tape where we always bring you the fun and entertainment and the good old hockey stories and speculation from well well some creative minds and some big brain moments uh, thoughts here <laughs> but uh, yeah no thanks uh thanks again for uh taking along and we, we look forward to seeing you on the next ship